we're glad you're here today. There's a lot to uh, talk about. I, I, oof. I'd like to start uh, with what was said about Dan Crenshaw uh, yesterday uh, by uh, the Young Turks. It is uh, it's quite remarkable. It is absolutely quite remarkable. Uh, we'll talk about that coming up in uh, just a second. Uh, and uh, set the record straight. Also want to continue our conversation that we had yesterday about uh, Google. I talked to uh, uh, the, uh, the scientist that is looking into Google last night, and he is really, really freaked out. I mean, for a guy who has always been just a you know, researcher, now to find himself in this massive struggle between Donald Trump and uh, Hillary Clinton... And the press just tearing this guy apart. It's it's pretty remarkable, especially when you see that it looks like it's being orchestrated by Google. <laughs> the people he is warning us about. We'll have more on that coming up. The fusion of entertainment enlightenment this is the glenbeck program you know not about you but um <laughs> you know let me start here i want to apologize forever apologizing for the things that i said uh about barack obama <laughs> wait you're apologizing for, for my apology yeah because I really thought that we were living in a world that wanted to uh, try to be decent human beings. Um, and, you know, I, I thought about it an awful lot. And I, but I'm, I'm so sick and tired now of hearing people blame the right and blame us and blame Trump and whatever. And then just turn a blind eye to absolute vile speak what was said about Dan Crenshaw yesterday is beyond reprehensible now you have a right to say it but I have a right to say what I want to say in 60 seconds this is the Glenn Beck program there is nothing more frustrating than going on a diet and not losing weight huh yeah, I love that. <laughs> oh, man. I actually went on the uh, the uh, keto diet, uh, and I was on it for, what, about three weeks? And I gained three pounds. Congratulations. That was fantastic. That's your body telling you you're too small. That, that is. That's your body saying, give up, dude. <laughs> give up. Uh, anyway, uh, you have you know friends who can eat like it's going out of style, and they're rail thin. Not you. Not you. I like to strangle those people mid-pizza slice with the cheese that is, you know, just dripping from their mouth. But, but, I know that it's most likely genes. It may not just be your diet. Among other uh, benefits, 23andMe's Health and Ancestry Kit can help determine if there are genetic issues which make late weight loss difficult for you. Yeah. You know what Do you know what 23andMe said about my genes? You ready? I'm the only one in the family that has this. <laughs> The muscle, uh, the muscle build of elite athletes. 
I think they screwed mine up. I think they switched <laughs> vials. But anyway, 23andMe reports uh, uh, but does not diagnose disease or describe the overall likelihood of developing any disease. However, they test selected uh, genetic variants, and 23andMe has important test information. Go to 23andMe slash Beck. Order your health and ancestry kit at 23andMe slash Beck, and you can meet your genes in 125 personalized genetic reports. It's better to know who you are. You need to know where you came from. That's the number 23andMe.com slash Beck. Do it now. 23andMe.com slash Beck. Oh, yeah. Word to your mother. I'm down with the streets. Welcome to the program. Is the the mm-hmm. 23andMe test didn't give you any more information we need to know about, did they? Uh, no, other than it's probably in my DNA someplace that I am. I'm one with the streets. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, box was checked. Apparently, word up. Okay, so anyway, let me. Uh, let, could we just uh, play the audio um, on Joe Rogan? Dan Grenshaw uh, appeared recently, and he spoke about a lot of different things. And it was a great episode, and it was a great interview. Well, the Young Turks didn't like it too much, and in response to the Joe Rogan Dan Crenshaw interview, Hassan Piker of the Young Turks mocked Crenshaw's lost eye. He also went on to say that uh, America deserved 9-11. Here he is. I can't do This guy has the understanding of foreign policy uh, of like a 12-year-old. What the f***? What the f*** is wrong with this dude? Didn't he go to war and like literally lose his eye because some Mujahideen, a brave soldier, f***ed his eye hole with their d***? Isn't that how he lost his dumbass eye? Because he got his eye hole by a brave soldier. Didn't he learn that there's a difference between like military bases and and diplomacy? So that's how I I just want to remind you how far we've come. Now, I defend his right to say this as vile and disgusting as it is. I will defend his right to say this. I will not call for him being banned, him being silenced, or anything else. Freedom of speech, the First Amendment, means you must stand up for the most vile speech you can comprehend. And that is some of the most vile speech I've ever heard. But he has an absolute constitutional right, damn it. To say it. And I. I hate saying that. I hate defending his right to say those things. But that's what it's all about. This isn't a this isn't something that calls for somebody to be banned, called for somebody to be. Uh, pulled off the air. This calls for common decency. 
first of all, we're calling the Mahajideen, we're calling them brave soldiers? Do you know who these people are? These are brave soldiers. Oh. Are ISIS soldiers brave too? Because if they're brave soldiers, then so were the SS. And you can say, well, they thought they were doing right, so yes, they were brave soldiers. But then you would have to give that to Dan Crenshaw as well, which you won't do. Anybody who believes they're right, they must be brave. They must be brave soldiers. Or do you just have a thing for our nation's enemy? Not our nation's enemy. I don't care. These are enemies of mankind. Anyone, anyone who says, well, you can't say that because God tells me you can't say that and I have a right to kill you. You're an enemy of humans. You're an enemy of God. How could I say that? Well, because I know for a fact, I know for a fact, Hassan Piker is my brother. Through God, he's not my favorite brother. He's not even close to my favorite brother. He's not a brother I like, one I want to hang out with. He is one that I would have a hard time remaining civil in the same room with, but he is my brother, and I know my Father in heaven loves him. He's probably weeping, but he loves him. Oh, my gosh. But here's what the real problem is. The Young Turks are responsible, literally responsible, for the squad. They're the ones who helped put all this together. They're the ones who are finding the most radical and getting them elected and then protecting them. These are not normal Democrats. These are revolutionaries. Hey, Stu, you know, it's kind of funny. You know, they named themselves the Young Turks, and I'm sure they didn't know what the Young Turks did. Uh, I mean, could you just do a quick search for the term Young Turks? And uh, let's remind everybody who the Young Turks really were. Do you have that? I mean, we've talked about it before. Yeah. uh, To to pull it out of my memory i mean i uh, it's probably a bad idea just because yeah. i don't remember you know it's been a while since we've done the history on it but uh, they were not is you know like it wasn't be, it wouldn't be something that normal people would name themselves after no, no. there was a pretty Revol- ugly element of yeah that ele- revolutionaries uh there was you know also a little bit of genocide yeah you know so if you're fine with a little bit of genocide you're okay you know you call yourself the young turk yeah but here's a, here's a nice little sentence for you the Armenian genocide was the Young Turk government's systematic extermination of Armenian subjects. An yeah. estimated 1.5 million people were killed. Yeah, so, I mean, I don't know. We should just call ourselves the stormtroopers. 
That's what the Young Turks are. That's what they did. And these guys are naming themselves after them. And that should tell you something. Of dollars of capital funding, which has always been incredible. To well, make. that's what I also wanted to talk about. I believe it was Jeffrey Katzenberg uh, that has oh. given them a lot, an awful lot of money. He and others. $20 million investment in the Young Turks. Uh, anybody who is funding these people. If you you cannot hide behind, no, I'm just I'm trying to just to be, you know, um, normal American. I just I just you know want things to calm down. I'm just looking for the truth. You 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 can't hide behind that. I want to expose all of the funders uh, behind the the Young Turks. You you should be ashamed of yourself, and America should know who you are. He goes on in his uh, wonderful rant about how America deserved 9-11. All right, you know, there's a conversation that should be had in this country, and I think we are kind of having it uh, already. I I think most people know uh, that, you know, our foreign policy, the progressive foreign policy— the progressive Republicans and the progressive Democrats that we have followed over the last hundred years doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's not good. Look at what happened to the Middle East. Where is that? Where does that come from? The enemy of my enemy is my friend. Where is the Young Turks financing coming from? People who believe the enemy of my enemy is my friend. The Young Turks are no one's friend if you believe in freedom. If you believe, they will shut me down. I can guarantee you they would never, ever do a monologue about how I should. They would never stand up for a voice like mine. Never. They are not constitutional supporters. They do not believe in freedom of speech. They do not believe, unless it applies to them, They do not believe that people shouldn't be shunned and chased out of the square. They are fascists. The people who are shutting other people down are fascists. I'm... I want to talk to you about the guy that we had on yesterday. I spoke to him last night, and this, is, this guy's a Democrat. This, guy's, this guy voted for the Clintons and was a big supporter of the Clintons forever. And he is investigating Google. He voted for Hillary Clinton in 2016. He's not exactly on our side. If you view everything as a political team... But if you view what's going on in the world as there's the team freedom and the team fascist, communist, totalitarian, or absolute anarchy, I'm on team freedom. That's the team he's on. 
and he is warning. And uh, last night is the first time I think I heard real despair and uh, sadness. Because here's another American who now realizes none of this is honest. Wait a minute. I, I thought if I would just expose the truth, the truth would win. But none of this is honest. No. I know where how he feels because I've been there. But it is time for the adults to step up. It's time for people to say, okay, I, I need to decide who I am. Who I am, what's worth living for, what's worth dying for. What's worth talking about? There's very, there's very little, honestly, that is worth talking about. We talk about a lot. I talk about four to five hours a day. And I wonder how much of it is worth anything. Well, that's what I want to, that's what I really would like to talk to you about today. What has any meaning at all? Because we could sit here and yell and scream and go back and forth about Dan Crenshaw and this battle with some Yahoo on Young Turks. It doesn't matter. Dan Crenshaw can take care of himself. Dan Crenshaw is, is he's a man. I know we're not supposed to say that anymore. I don't care. He's a man. And he also has perspective. He's been to battle. You think he cares what this guy, the Young Turk, says? No. So let's talk about that today. Let's set the table there. What matters most? And what are we supposed to be doing? In one minute, we return. Oh, yeah. Word. Like, I don't. You know that song by Cameo? Word up? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Rafe and I were watching something, and I was going to say there has to be a story as to yeah, why yeah. that's coming out. So uh, Rafe and I were watching some. I don't remember what it was, and uh, that Cameo song came on, and he's like, "What is this?" And I said, "Oh, it is the greatest, <laughs> funniest song ever." And so we were all in Australia. We were playing that every day, cranking it, you know, while I was driving on the wrong side, trying to use the windshield wipers as my blinkers mm-hmm. and uh, listening to Cameo. Yes, the Americans had arrived. <laughs> uh, all right, let me talk to you a little bit about Simply Safe. Uh, technology is a lot like language in many ways. It's inert, it's neutral. Even when it changes over time, it doesn't contain either good or evil within itself. Rather, it's what you do with it that matters. Simply Safe understands that, and they've made this their mission to use advanced technology to do something good in the world. They're helping you defend your home and your family against outside threats. Now, you could have your you could have your house monitored twenty four seven, and it could be you know some dirt bag, or it could be the NSA, and that's not a good thing. Or you could have. You could pay $15 a month to have Simply Safe monitor your house 24-7. And that's a very good thing. If somebody's breaking into your house, police will arrive. The usual response time for a burglar alarm is about 45 minutes. Because they have video verification technology, that goes from 45 to about 7 minutes. 
Simply Safe. They have a huge deal going on right now. SimplySafeBeck.com. You get a free HD security camera when you order. That's a $100 value. You'll have eyes on your home 24-7, video evidence if somebody tries to get in. Get your free HD security camera now with SimplySafeBeck.com. 24-7 monitoring, 15 bucks, no contracts, no strings attached. It's SimplySafeBeck.com. We break for 10 seconds, station ID. Man, I'm really excited to welcome a brand new sponsor to the show, Tecovis. I know how ridiculous a great pair of boots can cost. Tecovis makes great boots and accessories. They sell their boots directly to the customer, so their boots are half the price of anything that's even similar in quality. They're all handmade with a 200-step process with only the best materials. Their entire line honors the timeless traditional boot styles. No silly stitch or sequins or loud colors or anything else. These are just great boots like my grandfather would have worn. With Tecovis, there's no need to break them in. They arrive already ready to be worn immediately, comfortably. They're easy to order with tremendous customer service. Tecovis always has free shipping and free returns. Check out their boots and their clothing and accessories right now. Tecovis.com slash back. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash back. You know, the average person sees about five, I bet it's more than this now, uh, 5,000 ads a day. Now, when you think of that, you think, there's no way I could see 5,000 ads a day. How do I possibly? But you do. You see about 5,000 ads every single day. You know, those are billboards. You're just crossing over from another, you know, TV channel or or whatever it is, 5,000. Now, when I say that number, and I bet it's higher now, you think that can't be. Why? You feel it can't be because you filter out. Your brain is so good. It filters so many things out that you don't really even recognize it because it's not important. It's it's the same thing that happens when you're driving uh, down the road and you're thinking about drive, uh, you know, buying a new car and all of a sudden you're seeing that car everywhere. Or if you're thinking, what color do I want? And you think, I'm going to get a white one. And then all of a sudden you notice white cars are everywhere. How come you didn't notice it? Because you're filtering things out on what's important and what's not important. That's the one thing that the media no longer does. They no longer filter for anybody. Now, that doesn't mean I want somebody to choose. But what they're doing is they're in, they are now picking the things that absolutely do not matter, but will drive your heart rate through the roof. In exchange for those stories that really matter... But they don't know how to talk about that. They don't. That's not going to help our team win. More in a second. You're listening to Glenn Beck. If you haven't signed up for our cruise through history yet that we're taking next spring, what's wrong with you? Opportunity. We've been telling you about it for a while. Uh, we're going to be spending time in Italy, Greece, Croatia, Israel. 
which is now uh, most famous for being the home of Rashida Tlaib's sainted grandmother, who we might visit uh, when we're there. Actually, she lives in Palestine. Uh, there is no Palestine, so find that on a map. The uh, cruise is going to be filled with really exciting events, uh, presentations by David Barton, Rabbi Lappin, even Bill O'Reilly will be there. You know, like the guy in Jurassic Park says, we've spared no expense. And, you know, when you have when you have all these people on a ship, it might be might be like we should have had bigger, stronger electric fences. Anyway, uh, <laughs> we're looking at the history of the Republic, the history of free markets, the history of our faith, what created America. And also there's, you know, open bars and swimming pools and it's all inclusive. Very few uh, tickets are left. Get $200 ship credit this week only. Visit Cruise Through History at ComeSailAway.com. ComeSailAway.com. And if that's not enough, Glenn, for you. Christmas Stories with Glenn Beck coming December 7th to Salt Lake City at Kingsbury Hall. Get your tickets and information at GlennBeck.com. You know, there's a huge difference. Hi, welcome to the Glenn Beck Program and welcome to Pat Gray. There's a huge difference between... Um, people who are actually calling for change and those who are calling for revolution. And we need to know the difference because Hong Kong right now is filled with people who are asking for change and freedom. America seems to be filled with people who are just looking for revolution. And I think the Young Turks qualify there, right? As you were just talking yeah. about. Yeah. Yeah. I think... Um, you know, Rashida Tlaib and uh, Omar. I mean, well, they, I mean. And AOC, for that matter. And AOC. And by the way, it is the co-founder of the Young Turks, who also established the Justice Democrats, who recruited and built up and promoted AOC in their own image, as they said. So uh, that's where you're getting these people, because Justice Democrats, which is from the Young Turks, nah. is... Uh, building up this wing in the Democrat Party that are just radicals and revolutionaries. You know, it's you know, it's so amazing is you it's never crazy. hear you never hear this. Can you imagine if the nine twelve project uh, started just started Proud Boys, for instance? Yeah, or just or even just was running decent candidates, right? And we're getting them elected. We got four of them elected. Do you think the press would be all over that and say, no. that's just Glenn Beck, and look at what he's doing. He's using right. his platform to get people to change the Constitution and uh, and have us return back to it and, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. They would absolutely be saying that. But dead silence from the most radical people we've ever had in Congress, along with the uh, most radical of radicals online, mm-hmm. the Young Turks. Mm-hmm. They are making people in their image, and it's it's the squad. And I'm ju- I know I'm stuck on this point, but I cannot get over the, this idea. Imagine if we re- rename this out uh, the Blaze. We've now renamed it to the Hutu Radio Network. Yeah. You're like, what's the Hutu Radio Network? Well, they killed seventy percent of the Tutsis and killed a million people in a couple of years. Yeah, but that's why you just named it after them. But, by the way, uh, the Young Turks killed eighty percent more people than the Rwandan <laughs> genocide. 1.8 million people they killed in a genocide. It's one of the biggest genocides in world history. It I, is the reason we have the word genocide. Hmm? 
We didn't even have a word yeah, for this. Began That's right. It began it, with the Young Turks. Well, the Young Turk founder uh, also used to be a uh, Armenian genocide denier. Said it didn't happen. He stopped saying that, and mm. now he says he doesn't have enough information to really uh-huh. have an opinion on it. This right. is something, by the way, that not <laughs> so. only do Republicans say happened, but I mean, even Barack Obama ran on oh, the yeah. fact that he was going to call it a genocide. Now he never got around to it. He only had eight years. But he even admitted that it was a genocide. Everyone knows it was a genocide. There's Except not a for Sank. He has no idea. The Young Turks, yeah. they have no not idea. Not enough information. Not on enough that information on that. I mean, can you. Really? Did, Holocaust denial. Mm-hmm. And you name your freaking company after a, a, a government that committed one of the largest genocides in world history. It's, I mean, look, it wasn't as big as the Nazis, but no one's going to call their company, you know, the Nazi radio network or the Nazi. Hey, it's the, Nazi it's the tube. It's, it's the, <laughs> it's the SS wake up flakes. <laughs> like, wait, 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 do you what? realize what that was? <laughs> but I mean, like, it's the T4 program. <laughs> Welcome to it. <laughs> I think about that. It's bigger than, you know, than Rwanda. It's hard to believe. I, like, it's it's hard to believe that that has happened and no one seemingly, like, mentions uh-huh. it. It's, like, a pretty <laughs> big deal. This government killed almost well, yeah, two but, million yes, but people. Do you, know that, do you know that Make America Great Again? Yeah. <laughs> Would you, try, you? Do you know? Can I also say he tried to buy Greenland? <laughs> what an idiot! Oh man! When you've got issues like that, you can't get around to the genocide See, denial. This is this is what I'm. This is exactly what I was talking about. Look at what mm-hmm. the media is selecting to talk about. Yeah. When did you know? Do you, do you know what the GDP is uh, right now? It just uh, we just just uh, was released for China. No. Okay. Uh, you remember when it was up around ten? Yeah, it was, they had to be nine percent, or they were gonna. Yeah, it was actually eight percent. Yeah, yeah. It's four point nine. Uh oh. Uh oh. Mm. Do you know that the United States bonds right now are the only mm. ones? And I, there may be a couple out there, but I don't think any other major country now is trading above zero. Germany, for the first time, just went into negative bond rates. That means people are so freaked out in Europe that they're saying, you know what? I'm going to give you I'm going to give you a thousand dollars. Just give me nine hundred dollars back in 50 years. What? Wow. What? Negative interest rates. We're the only one that is still saying, you know what? We'll pay you. We'll pay you. You'll make money with ours. Fascinating. I mean, that's uh, how is that possible? Right. And so what are they doing? They're blaming it on Trump. It's not Trump. Yeah, but did you see Sean Spicer is on Dancing with the Stars? (laughs) How can that be? I can't dance. (laughs) Plus, I don't like him. (laughs) Why? Why is he on it? It's just, it's insane, isn't it? It really is. It's so insane. Yeah. And yet, uh, they continue to go down this road, and they're trying so hard right now to destroy the only outlet that conservatives feel like they can cling to, and that's Fox News. They, do, you, do you know there's another movie coming out? This one's oh, a, yeah, yeah, a yeah, major looks... theater release with Margot Nicole Rob- Kidman, Margot Robbie. 
Uh, that's a draw. Yeah. And Charlize Theron. Margot Robbie's one of the things. Like, you can complain wow. about things until you find out that Margot Robbie's in it, and then you then stop like, complaining oh, about okay, things. Well, okay. Oh, what is it? They're I didn't gonna, realize that. Okay. They're going to say my family started a genocide? <laughs> oh, well, I'm still going to see it. Is Margot Robbie in it? I'm there. <laughs> yep. Yeah. So yeah. that is a weird one. But it that, is a weird one. The trailer looks... Did I mean, you, have you seen the, the trailer? Is amazing. It looks great. And now, amazing. Charlize Theron looks so much like Megan Kelly in this. Oh my gosh! Yeah, I can't believe. I don't know what they did, but she looks. I, you can almost not recognize Charlize Theron in there. Yeah, and Nicole uh, Kidman. It, yeah. It, why have makeup anymore? I mean, I, this is not what they did. But why have makeup anymore? Soon you'll be able to look like that character. Because it'll oh, all yeah. be deep fakes. Deep fakes. You can have yeah. that actor do it, but they put won't Megan put makeup Kelly's on face it. there. Yeah, yeah. At some point, why do you even bother hiring the the actors and actresses? It's like you just take the old footage and manipulate it into new footage, and it's like I, you're gonna have. I mean, look at what's her face. I, I was at the movie this uh, weekend, and and freaking Princess Leia is in this movie again. Yeah, she's in the, another movie. Oh, of you saw all the people that wow. you could have killed off in these movies. Uh-huh. Why wouldn't you kill off the person who's actually dead? Yeah, I know. <laughs> and they left her in there, I and know. they're like CGIing her through like multiple movies. Wow. And poor Han Solo. Uh, spoiler alert: is no, it, where's he? He's still around. <laughs> he could be acting in these movies. <laughs> I don't get it. You know, right now, I mean, it is so crazy. You are going to have people who are just stars. Okay, they're just stars, and they really haven't done anything, and uh, they don't have to act. And you are entering a time to where all they do is say, yes, you can use my image for that movie. And they don't even have to show up. They don't have to show up. Mm-hmm. Don't have to show up. It's incredible. That's mm-hmm. nuts. It really is. Yeah. I mean, I, I, and you're right. Like, when you look at these movies, at, soon there's just going to be those digital sort of, instead of trying to come up with incredible makeup, just some digitizing of their face. Yeah. It just, they, you know, we saw that Bill uh, Hader into Tom Cruise mm-hmm. video. I don't know if you saw yeah. that, Pat. Oh, yeah. And, mm-hmm. and it's, I mean, it's incredible. And when you see it, you're like, well, why wouldn't, couldn't they just do that with Tom Cruise? Mm-hmm. You could put anybody in there and let them act. And then all of a sudden it's going to turn into Tom Cruise. Now, Cruise is not going to mm-hmm. pr- approve that. But how long does that last? Does, does China, you know, are they going to? No, they're not going to respect, respect that. a contract like that. No, I mean, no, no of not course not. So, do you, um, did you listen yesterday when we had uh, what was his name, Doctor Robert? Um, can't remember his Epstein. last name. Epstein. Mm-hmm. Uh, Doctor Robert Epstein was on. He's the guy who did the creepy line. And yeah, he's, he's looking into Google. Been really solid on this. Stuff. <laughs> really solid. I asked him yesterday. I said um, the Google people were. Um, protesting because they didn't want Google to work with ICE anymore. Mm. What's your thought on that? About Google working with ICE? Yeah, just just in what just, way? What are they doing with ICE? That that was my thought. Yeah. I mean, the first was like, "Well, you work with China, or you won't work <laughs> with America." And then you're like, "Wait a minute, what are they doing with our federal government?" Yeah, that's what I would want. Right, and the federal government uh, gave a lot of money to Google in the very beginning. Okay, they they helped mm-hmm. them at the very beginning, and all they're looking for is just a little information and a little help. So I would like to know huh. what they're doing. And I I asked him yesterday, and he said, "Oh, they're and they're giving all kinds of information to the United States government." So we 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 don't even have to say, "Well, you know, if they're doing this with China, they would do it here." No, they are <laughs> doing it here. They were doing it before China. 
Of course they are. When you think of, of it like that, are. of course they are. Of course they are. You got to feed. You got to feed wow. the hand that is is Man. keep them at bay. Just keep. I'm just going to feed you. Yeah, I'm just going to feed you. Keep. There you go. It's fascinating too that uh, the president uh, Trump used that last week. He he used his information, and he said, you know, so I was cheated out of 2.6 million to I think he said 16 million, but Which I remember it was 10. It was 10. Um, and people went nuts that there's absolutely no evidence of that happening. Yes, there is. Well, yes, there is. He might disagree and they even with quoted it. quoted his study yeah. and still dismissed it out of hand. Yeah. Now they're smearing him. And what's crazy is when I talked to him yesterday, he said, I'm, I'm sitting at my desk and right in front of my desk is a letter from Bill Clinton to me. I framed it. He's like, I voted and defended the Clintons mm. my whole life. I mean, when they were when he was in office, I, I'm a Clinton supporter. They didn't know about the death list. Yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Well, he's starting to believe it now. <laughs> uh, and uh, he said, uh, he said, I, I called him last night. I said, how you doing? And and um, he said, Glenn, I, I, I don't even know what to do with this. I, I don't. Mm. I everything I thought is no longer true. I, I thought people. He's like. I'm on the left, and the media mm-hmm. is lying about me. And I said... Weird when it happens to you. Yeah, I yeah. said, brother, you're not alone. This is going to happen, and you're going to find more things that you don't like. Uh, you know, yeah. it's, just, it's just there's no search for truth. Yep. And if you're searching for truth, be prepared to be friendless. Be prepared to... Be very disappointed in everything you thought people and institutions were. It's really, really sad. It's, but it's very really sad. Really true. But yeah. it's happening. Remember, I just said to you yesterday or the day before, before we had him on, this is happening to people every day. Every I'm day. talking to somebody every day mm-hmm. who's waking up going, wait a minute. You know, woke came from the make matrix. That term comes from the matrix. Oh, why, why? Gosh, we refer to the matrix a lot. <laughs> Red pills and, and yeah, I mean, it is right. really uh, the cultural impact of the movie. I mean, it was a good movie. The sequel yeah. sucked. Mm-hmm. The, right. the first movie was pretty good, but man, it's had an outsized cultural impact. Sure, it has. Yeah. And but it is. I mean, when you look at the Matrix, um, that's not what woke meant in the Matrix, because you're still in the Matrix. You're being manipulated by the Matrix to say, uh, I'm woke. And we should shut all these people down who say we live in pods. I mean, that's mm-hmm. really what it's turned into. You're you're yeah. not you're not. What was it? Red pilling woke you up. You're not red pilling. You're not. You're only you know when you're woke when you are friendless in this society. When you're standing around mm-hmm. with just a bunch of people who are really really smart, really you know just people who have been on both sides that are walking into a room together that should be enemies and going, okay, uh, you, you get it now too. That's when you're, that's when you're woke. That's when Morpheus is, has handed you the right pill. Not when you're still in it going, yeah, and I'll tell you another thing. We should ban that person. (laughs) I don't think you're woke. Thanks, Pat. You're listening to the Khmer Rouge Radio Network. Wait, I don't know if that's that's no? not what we were. I don't. Th- no. Hmm. All right. Relief factor. If if you have kids, one of the things uh, in life that can bring bring you joy, hmm, a lot of joy, 
and uh, and a lot of stinky diapers and a lot of (laughs) nights laying awake going, good heavens, what's happening? Children, when they're little, you know, it's playing games with them, wrestling around on the ground with the boys and the girls and sitting down in a tiny chair and drinking tea with your daughter. As they get older, it means having conversations with them or going to the store together. Ultimately, it means being in their lives. And that is really hard to do if you are in pain all the time. It is hard to... um, My daughter came to me and she had something to share with me um, on Tuesday. And it had been a long day and I was really hurting. And I said, I just, honey, I, I just need to, I need 15 minutes. And she said, no, dad, we'll do this some other time. And I said, no, 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 I just need 15 minutes. Uh, and I just needed to go and just whew, breathe and uh, come back. If you're in massive pain, I would have said to her, I can't, I, I can't do it tonight, honey. And it's important, the time we spend and the focus that we spend on our children. ReliefFactor.com can help you out of the pain. Call 800-500-8384, 800-500-8384, relieffactor.com. You're listening to Glenn Beck. Welcome to the uh, program. We're just talking about how bad, uh, how bad running is. I don't understand that as a sport. Cross country, I don't get. My daughter did it and she loved it. Yeah, And I think it's great that you're competing against yourself, yada, yada, yada. But you're running. It's not. It's, it's No. We, you know, the, the Model T was already created. Right. We've come up with several and other variations you know, you're, on the idea. You're, run, you're running and then everybody who has to watch you has to, you know, walk like a mile and a half yeah. to make sure that they're every turn you're at. And you're like. I'm not in this race. Why am I walking? Right. It's not like, you know, when you're watching a football game, you have to get tackled 10 or 12 times. <laughs> right. right? Like, I'm not, not participating. I'm here no, to watch. it's not right. It's not right. No. And uh, if you're a marathon runner, something wrong with you. Yes, definitely. Probably a cat owner. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to Glenn Beck. I knew uh, how many people? How many people even know this guy's name? How many people have ever? Well, I'll give you one that doesn't. Me. Who? What's his name again? Uh, I'll give you two. Do, me. Okay. Was it? Do you have it, Hillary? What? What his actual name was? Uh, it is Hassan Piker. Hassan Piker. Okay, we'll look him up. I mean, look at look at this is this is a great example of the people have always been saying crazy stuff like this. Yeah. They've just been saying it in their uh, in, while they're wearing their tank top in their home, and nobody was listening. All right, I want to talk to you about American finance. Home buying season is here. Real estate conditions still good. Equity is on the rise. Rates are low. Prices are affordable. Your home is within reach right now, and so is financial security. Whether it's your first home, next home, forever home, 10 minutes, you can start the pre-approval process, and that's why I recommend uh, American financing. I trust them to serve my family, and I trust them to serve your family. 800-906-2440. Find the right loan for you and your family. Quite honestly, um, if we do go into a uh, big recession, we're going to you're going to have a hard time getting a loan. If you have if you have an adjustable loan, please get out of that now. Americanfinancing.net. Call them.
So if if I was a doctor and you you came in and you were complaining, look at our civilization, look what is happening, Doc, you got to help. And I asked you, what is it that we're missing? What is it that that you think the problem is? Lack of knowledge, lack of compassion, common sense, lack of facts, bad guys. Lack of truth? What is it? I'll give you my answer and and show you show you how we don't even we don't even know the basic facts of major stories. In one minute. This is the Glenbeck program. You know, we live in an age where the concept of privacy has almost gone the way of a dinosaur. They'll be digging something up someday and they'll be like, whoa, what, what is this, Grandpa? Oh, this was a word called privacy. Orwell once envisioned the world where you'd have no privacy and you wouldn't want it anymore. Well, it looks like we're almost there. That's why Norton Secures VPN is there for anybody who does want privacy. Look, you got nothing to hide. But you have a lot of value. That's why Facebook is giving you their service for free. That's why Google does their stuff for free. Because your information is very valuable. You're like, well, I just don't need to protect it. I get this free thing. Do you know how much money that's worth? Do you know how dangerous it is that that they know everything that you're doing? They're, they're, you know, I'm not saying you're doing anything wrong. But can you imagine living in a world where people could take a bunch of facts about you and then turn them inside out and twist them upside down and pretty soon you look or you're accused of something you never did and you're ostracized oh man stop leaving your front door and all your windows open right now the burglars are already inside of your house if you're using any kind of wi-fi it's it's already out Use VPN. If you're Googling, you're already out. Facebook, windows are open. Go to Norton.com slash VPN and get a virtual private network today. Norton.com slash VPN. Do it now. So what is it that we're missing as a society? What is the what is the one piece that we have to put in and you you can't you can't live without this one piece? Is it knowledge? Got to have knowledge. Compassion. We have to be compassionate. Common sense. Facts. Common decency. Truth. I think the fundamental cornerstone of any civil society is truth. And right now we don't even know how to find truth. We don't even care about the truth anymore many times. 
Beyond limit, beyond limited truth, there is one absolute truth, which is totally and all embracing. But it is indescribable because it is God, or uh, or shall I say rather, God is truth. Other things, therefore, can only be true in a relative sense. End quote. That's Gandhi. Now I know that I know people in the on the left used to love Gandhi. I don't know if they do anymore. They used to love Martin Luther King, but. He's not woke enough anymore. But they spoke of the same truth. You must have truth. But we can't, we don't even, we don't even not look for truth anymore. We deny truth. And then on top of it, we dismiss all facts. We don't even look for facts, let alone the truth. I'm going to talk to you a little bit about Hong Kong. Right now, there is a fight for truth so intense. And I'm watching these people and I'm thinking, I'm watching dead people walking. Because I know what China is. I know the technology that China is developing. I know that China is going to win Hong Kong and then eventually Taiwan. But before the protests spread into a global movement centered on the fight for truth justice and freedom do you know how this started this is like the shot that was heard around the world remember that was the american revolution it started with one shot so what started this believe it or not it's a love story 19 year old took his 20-year-old girlfriend to Taiwan for Valentine's Day for a trip. At some point, they posted a, a, a selfie together on Facebook with pink lipstick emojis on their faces. But later, alone in the hotel room, the girl told her boyfriend that she was pregnant. Now, I don't know if he was overjoyed or worried or uncertain, maybe a mix of all three, but the mood certainly darkened once she told him that he was not the father. In one swift move, he slammed her head against the wall. Then he strangled her until she stopped breathing and stopped moving. He shoved her body then into a suitcase and then went to bed. The next morning, he searched for somewhere to dump the body. He traveled 15 railway stations away to a public park, he was carrying his suitcase with his girlfriend in it. He dumped the body inside a thicket of bushes, keeping her most valuable belongings and then chucking everything else. Then he withdrew roughly $650 in Taiwanese money from the ATM using her card. He would eventually withdraw another $2,000 before flying home to Hong Kong. And that's where he was arrested. He was arrested there the same day that the Taiwanese police discovered the girl's body. She had been three months pregnant. So how the heck does this turn in to two million people on the streets? The problem was he made it out of Taiwan. If he had never made it out of Taiwan, this wouldn't have happened. If the Taiwanese police would have caught him at the airport, if only. But he landed in Hong Kong where officials 
didn't know, had, had no idea what to do with him. They couldn't charge him with a murder he'd committed because it was in Taiwan. And unbelievably, they couldn't extradite him because Hong Kong has no formal extradition agreement with Taiwan. Coincidentally, Hong Kong also has no official extradition agreement with China either. So in other words, there was no law that could stop him. He hadn't committed murder in Hong Kong. There was no place to send him. It was a series of really dangerous loopholes. Now, Hong Kong is a semi-autonomous state. It belongs to the it belonged to the British for about, I don't know, 160 years or so. And that ended in 1997. And Great Britain handed it over to China. By that time, it had spent about 100 years being Western. So it was English. It was very, very Western. Communist mainland China didn't like that. But they agreed to allow Hong Kong to remain... You know, their own independent power, even mandating its own constitution, the basic law of Hong Kong. The people of Hong Kong have always been leery of China because they have a strange look at and a strange system of communism and, uh, you know, also has a habits of making political dissidents vanish. They're building concentration camps. They have a deadly rule of law. And because this whole thing was like, where do we send this guy? Well, we'll send him to China. Wait a minute, you can't, you can't do that. The protesters have unified behind five demands. They want a withdraw of the extradition bill because they know, sure, this guy, if you want to talk about the Bubba effect, this guy, he was wrong, but we'll deal with him here. We're not sending him to China because you're part of the problem. And we don't want our citizens being shipped over to China because you'll start making people disappear. They also want the second demand. The Chinese government must stop calling them rioters. They're protesters, they say, not rioters. Three, any protesters who have been arrested have to be let free and exonerated. Four, an independent commission must look into police use of force during the protests. And five, universal suffrage. Yesterday, maybe it was the day before, news broke out that Twitter had suspended roughly a thousand Chinese accounts and banned advertisements from the state-owned media companies pushing pro-China propaganda through social media. Facebook has also taken steps to combat the spread of anti-Hong Kong propaganda. Each day, it becomes clearer and clearer. The ordinary men and women in Hong Kong are fighting for something extraordinary. But in to do so, they, they have to harness the power of the individual. Each person must find the power within them to stand. And it needs to take all of them. This isn't the work that just a few protesters or even 1.7 million protesters will take care of. Because China doesn't care. I'll give you the rest of the story in one minute. You know, somewhere in America... 
Within the sound of my voice, there's a man standing in the sun next to an old oil derrick. He turns the wrench in his hand. He feels the, and he hears the creak of the metal as he puts the old girl back into shape. For as long as, as long and as far as he can see in either direction, there's lush farmland that has been in his family since part of this country was settled. Long ago, he tasted fever dreams of other places and occupations. But it was this simple land that called him back. It's funny. One man's ghost, one man's nightmare is another man's heritage, pride, and dream. Takes a view of his own personal frontier. He, he stands there, as so many others like him, in a pair of Tecovis boots, admiring his frontier, where he's been and where he's headed. Tecovis boots are handmade from the finest leathers. They, they take 200 steps to make. Tecovis believes a handshake, that's a, that's a contract. That's why, you know, their word is their bond. It's not going to be a hassle if you order them and you order the wrong size. They make it really, really simple. They have free shipping and free returns. Tecovis boots. I love mine. You're going to love yours. Find your pair at tecovas.com slash Beck. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S dot com slash Beck. Tecovas, Western goods for your frontier. We break for 10 seconds. Station ID. January 1965, the 65th edition of Playboy featured an interview with Martin Luther King, and it was conducted by Alex Haley. He was the author of Roots. And he was asked about the pressure he felt as a reformer. And he said, I, I subject myself to self-purification and to endless self-analysis. I question, I soul-search constantly into myself to be as certain as I can that I'm fulfilling the true meaning of my work, that I'm maintaining my sense of purpose, that I am holding fast to my ideals, that I am guiding my people in the right direction. But whatever my doubts, however heavy the burden, I feel I have to accept the task of helping to make this nation and this world a better place to live in for all men, black and white alike. Boy, how many people have you heard say that? Even just the last line, black and white. Have you wondered where Gandhi, Martin Luther King, where are these people? What's today's equivalent? Where is that leader in Hong Kong? You know, it's interesting. Before Billy Graham died, um, I met with him. And I asked him that question. Where's the Billy Graham? Where's the Martin Luther King? Where's the Gandhi? He said, I don't think God's going to use, I don't think God's going to use just one leader. I don't think that's going to happen. He said, things are going to get so out of control that everyone will know it's going to take a miracle to fix. But God is using people in small ways all over the world. And nobody knows what he's working on. But Things are just going to start to snap together and the world will recognize him again as truth. And it won't be brought on by man. It'll be brought on by all of us just trying to do the right thing. 
kind of like soul searching, just make sure I'm fulfilling the true meaning of my work, that I'm maintaining my sense of purpose, that I'm holding fast to my ideals, that I'm guiding my people in the right direction. Who are your people? That's why I've spent a lot of time, more time off air um, this summer than I've ever spent in my entire career. Because I finally realize my people is my family. There will never, ever be more important work. You will never make a bigger impact than you make in the, inside the four walls of your home. When you look at Donald Trump right now, Where's his lasting impact? You could say Israel. I think it's his children. His children love him. His children seem decent. That's his, that's, that's the tower that just doesn't light up Trump at night. Turn on your TV. Look at videos online, photos in the newspaper. Look at the images of Hong Kong. Hundreds of thousands of protesters, almost two million. They together are representing Martin Luther King's vision, Gandhi's vision. Thomas Paine, Thomas Jefferson, Benjamin Franklin, George Washington's vision. The truth is that power resides in the people and it is entrusted for the time being to those whom they may choose as their representatives. Parliaments have no power or even existence independently of the people. Civil disobedience is the storehouse of power. Imagine a whole people unwilling to conform to the laws of the legislature and prepared to suffer the consequences of noncompliance. They will bring the whole legislative and executive machinery to a standstill. What you have right now are a bunch of people who say they're dedicated to the principles of I'm against fascism or I'm against communism. But in the end, they're both fascists. They both want to tell the other side to shut up and sit down. And I believe both of them will use violence in the end. What's that phrase? By any means necessary? That's not the revolution that we had. It's why Thomas Paine was thrown into the Bastille. Because Thomas Paine was saying, wait, 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 guys, this didn't happen in the American Revolution. You have to have God. You have to have truth. You may not want religion, but you have to have truth. There is one truth. And that truth leads you to compassion and facts and common sense and knowledge. It's your keel. And if you don't have truth, you're not going to have anything but vengeance and bloodshed. That's why we are so screwed up right now. We have to start looking once again at the basic fundamentals of life. We, we can't fix anything on the edges. You can't fix anything. I guarantee you any legislation that is passed, we will need more legislation later. Because we are not self-ruling right now. 
Henry David Thoreau said, government is best, which governs the least. You have both sides right now saying, I don't trust the government. I don't trust the government because it's Donald Trump's or it's, you know, George Soros's or whoever it is. I don't trust the government. Good. You shouldn't. Martin Luther King didn't. Gandhi didn't. Abraham Lincoln didn't. He trusted the people. Governments go astray from time to time. That's why you have to have small government. Because when you put people in a position of power, they just start getting greedy and hungry and they want more and more and more. If we want to cure ourselves, we should probably watch what's happening in Hong Kong. Because those people are alive. Those people are in action. They've been promised democracy, a real democracy, a republic. The Chinese government agreed now under the threat of tyranny, the people of Hong Kong have brought the legislative and and executive machinery to a standstill. Just as Gandhi said they would. People of Hong Kong, stay determined. Stay peaceful. Root yourself in truth. And no power on earth will be able to stop you. You know, back in the good old days, it was easy to tell who a criminal was and who a criminal wasn't. Time was, the bad guy had a large swooping mustache where he would twirl it with his uh, forefinger. I shall save you, Nell. No, wait, you tied me to the tracks. He, of course, spoke in a thick British accent, which we all knew was German. Uh, And uh, sometimes he just petted a cat in his lap and he probably, you know, would have killed you. Gone are the good days where the guy with a cat would kill you. Nowadays, criminals are less obvious. They're most likely to want to steal your identity uh, and then end it. Their favorite place to do this is online. That's why there's LifeLock. Easy to install software that detects a wide range of identity threats. And when there is a problem, their U.S.-based restoration specialist is going to work to fix it. Now, nobody can prevent all identity theft and monitor all transactions at all businesses, but LifeLock sees the threats that you might miss on your own. So join now and get an extra 10% off your first year by using promo code BACK. Call 1-800-LIFELOCK. 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com. Promo code BACK. Save 10%. Christmas Stories with Glenn Beck live at Kingsbury Hall in Salt Lake City. It happens December 7th. You can get your tickets right now. Glennbeck.com for all the information. Still, I'd like to try something new. Uh, not worth more than a minute. Oh, okay. Okay, we're going to play mm-hmm. some audio, and um, I think you know, if we squeeze everything we need to say about it uh, into a minute, because I don't think it's worth more than a minute. It's all a game. Let's start with uh, first piece of audio. Young Turks. Crenshaw lost an eye by a brave soldier. I can't do it. This guy has the understanding of foreign policy uh, of like a 12-year-old. What the f***? What the f*** is wrong with this dude? Didn't he go to war and like literally lose his eye because some Mujahideen, a brave soldier, f***ed his eye hole with their Isn't that how he lost his dumbass eye? Because he got his eye hole by a brave soldier? Didn't he learn? That there's a difference between, like, military bases and, and diplomacy? 
Okay, I'll give you my uh, maybe 15, 20 seconds. This is the country of Tesla, Edison. Uh, this is the this is the country that uh, had Farns, Farnsworth, uh, that had great invention, Benjamin Franklin, uh, Abraham Lincoln, Martin Luther King, and this guy. One of these things just doesn't belong. Stu, anything we want to add to this? Yeah, uh, I can't, I, <laughs> I'm sorry to to bother you. You don't have to be bothered by it. This is why. No, I'm just less I, than one. You know, not worth more than a minute. Obviously, you can go down the road of what a horrible comment it is and horrible all, human all being. The, yeah, I just can't believe it's a show. Like it's so bad. He's so terrible. Right. Like how can that right. be? He's also. We should point out wearing a tank top. Yeah, which is not uh, so. It's not you know. I mean, no, that's no, that's cool. I guess it's like a. It's not really a show though, right? It's it's some streaming. Is it Twitch or whatever? It's like some streaming video situation. So let's go spend less than a minute on Beto now. Listen to this. So this is additional cruelty, another attack on immigrants from a president who has attacked them from the moment he descended the escalator in the Trump Tower, declaring his candidacy for this office, warning about rapists and criminals, which is the way that he described immigrants, and trying to stoke and stir up fear and violence, which we have seen perpetrated against them throughout this country. This is another step towards greater humiliation and greater suffering. I can think of nothing more um, un-American. Um, more uh, resonant with what you might see in the Third Reich than, than what the president mm. said. And, mm. and if we're unwilling to see this for what it is, if we're unwilling to call it out, if we're unwilling to act, then we are going to lose this country. Um, we've got to wake up to this or, or we're going to die in our sleep as a country. Mm. Mm. I think we're going to be on our feet uh, when, we, when we die uh, as a country, unfortunately. Um, it, so it's like th- uh, Third uh, Reich rhetoric, you know, because I've seen... The president, you know, making those films about the vermin and the rats. Uh, no, no. What Donald Trump was talking about, and he's absolutely right. The facts bear it out. Every day, every day, practically, I read another story of an illegal that got in here, has probably been shipped out at least once, that has raped, killed, DWI, gun, knife, doesn't matter. That happens all the time. That's what the president was talking about. Not decent people. We, we have to know who's here. And if you can't separate, uh, you know, fact from fiction, if you have, if you are so blind that it is either all black or all white, all the people coming across our border are all good or they're all bad, you sound like the Nazi to me. I mean, you could be critical about the things that Trump says. That's totally fine if you want to. But I mean, the idea that he's the Third Reich rhetoric. I mean, this is this. This is he said this several times. I have not seen one complaint from the ADL on it. I know every time that you brought up anything to do with Germany or Europe or uh, God forbid Nazis or Hitler, they made a statement every single time you went on the air with a point about it. And now Beto every day he's a presidential candidate, not some you know talk show host slash rodeo clown he's a t- he's a presidential candidate out there talking constantly comparing the president to hitler or the third reich it's constant it happens all the time and they say nothing they say nothing they're criticizing the president for his disloyalty thing which uh, you know deserves some criticism uh, all, as well as they are mentioning that omar and uh talib uh should not have promoted the anti-semitic cartoonist but where exactly are the comments about the constant comparison to the Holocaust from every Democratic can- candidate, or at least most of them. 
They're constantly saying that he's uh, that this president is Hitler or the Third Reich or he's using the same rhetoric, and they never criticize it at all. They never say that it's demeaning the actual 6 million people murdered. You went way over your time. Way well, over I figured your time. Well, I, I figured I'd get two minutes because Beto's at 2%, so I thought that <laughs> okay. was enough. No, it's, no, no? it's not. Okay. That's why it's less than a minute. Uh, Biden, here's, a, here's just a compilation of the gaffes that he has made on the campaign trail. This campaign trail, just this time, here he is. And the other thing we should do is we should challenge these students. We should challenge students in these schools to have advanced placement programs in these schools. We have this notion that somehow if you're poor, you cannot do it. Poor kids are just as bright and just as talented as white kids. <laughs> Wealthy kids, Woo! black kids, yeah, Asian I... kids. No, I really mean it, but think how we think about it. We choose unity over division. We choose science over fiction. We choose truth over facts. And so, folks... Wait. If you're interested, <laughs> join me. I could use the help yeah, no because we must, must defeat this president to change the trajectory of this country. When the kids from Parkland marched up to, and I, 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 I met with them, and then they went off to up on the hill when I was vice president, and they went off the hill to go into those neighborhoods. All those congressmen were like, no, I'm not here. I'm not here. I, I'm not Just like in my generation, when I got out of school, that... Uh, when Bobby Kennedy and Dr. King had been assassinated in the 70s, uh, late 70s, when I got engaged. Late, late 70s? Late, late 70s? So you were in your late 70s when you got engaged, <laughs> or it was the late 70s? Remember uh, that uh, being... I'm, uh, all of those events I seem to remember differently. Yes. He does. He yes. Yes. Well, well, he was in his 70s when those things happened. So not worth more than 40 seconds with Joe Biden because I just don't think he's going to be the candidate. I am noticing this gaffe montage that we've played a few times is getting longer. Yeah, it is. Seems it to just is. keep growing by the day. Yeah. And it's it's mm. it will continue uh, until uh, he finally uh, steps out of the ring. And we lost Jay Inslee, by the way. Oh, my gosh. Uh, me. And, and in yet another confirmation of something we've said many, many times, the left says they care about climate change. They do not. They do not care about it. They, every poll of Democratic voters over and over again says it's the lowest priority. It is not something that is interesting to them. They all want to claim it is because it gives them a giant power grab, right? Mm -hmm. The entire Earth's going away. So why can't we have all of your money to, to treat this impossible problem? However, when people come out and Jay Inslee is the guy, they all kissed his butt on stage and said, well, Jay Inslee, oh, he, I approve his plan because he's really good on the climate. And you know what? He's gone before the second round of debates. I mean, I guess the third round of debates. He didn't even make it into September before the first primary because all he did was talk about climate. They say they care about it. They don't care about it. I think you're a... I think you... Uh, was I mean, that why the... am I even listening to you as a climate denier? By the way, I think we're having the wrong debate. I thought about this the other day. We have to stop debating whether climate change is real and whatever else. Just say, okay, let's just say it is. Say it is. I'm not going to deny any of your facts, okay? We could spend our time spinning our wheels there, but the, all you're going to do is say I'm a climate denier. So let's say it is. Mm -hmm. Let's just talk about your plan. We've got to stop arguing about climate change because all they're doing is they're boxing you into this corner of being a hater, bigot, uh, you don't like trees, you know, you don't care that the Amazon is on fire. And I, let me tell you something. 
when I heard that this morning, I said, I better get my packages. No. So I care that the Amazon is on fire today. Um, and That's not what? the right Amazon. <laughs> Forget it. Just, okay. Yeah. So, look, I'm plugged into these things. You Still, are. Maybe you're not. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, we we have to have the argument on your plan. Because they're just going to roll forward with it and say, well, these people are all climate deniers. Yeah, we're no, 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 no. I want to talk to you about your plan. Because their plan doesn't make any sense at all. And their plan does nothing. Nothing. Did you see that uh, the Amazon burning is actually going to uh, hurt global warming now? Because oh, there's... Yeah. Because why? Well, it's, it's, as they keep saying endlessly, it's the, it's the Earth's lungs. So it's the, the Earth's the lungs. lungs so, of the Earth. Right. So what do Ugh. those lungs breathe in? Right. CO2, right? They're gonna How could you ban CO2? You would kill every tree. Right. Well, you can't ban an element. Uh, they've done <laughs> they've it, before. Do it before. Remember, that was the one... Uh, Greenpeace. I thought it was... Yeah, Greenpeace. It was yeah, Greenpeace. Greenpeace. That, tr- that wanted to uh, oh, ban chlorine. And yeah. Patrick Moore's like, you can't ban elements. <laughs> yes, not, they can. They can try. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're not going to ban CO2. They want to lower the amounts of it. But it's uh-huh. true. If the, you burn down half of this forest, it's it's releasing CO2 like crazy into the atmosphere. Uh, and all the stuff that you could have done, all the trillions of dollars you could have spent to lower, it would have been wiped out by these fires. I mean, it's it's such an impossible thing to justify. And you're right. I think there is a good argument to be made that just like blurting out the word hoax every time you hear the word climate change, I understand why people do it because people, this Jay Inslee is a perfect example of this. Mm-hmm. If they cared about it like this, Inslee would be winning, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. The, the, it shows that what they're doing if is If it was the World real. War II. Exactly. It, it's not it real. The, World War II. the way Democrats use it isn't real. Mm-hmm. To look at the science and just say it's a hoax is, is misleading, and people dismiss you if, you if you use that language. We've talked about the details of the science over and over and over again. The solutions that they want to bring to this problem, the ability for us to actually handle it, the this, this certainty when it comes to these giant projects and what they'd actually accomplish is really where this debate occurs. And there is a debate. If you just say it's a hoax, then you're out of the debate completely. And I think there is a good reason for conservatives to be involved and to say, look, we're not doing that. Let's, let's, you know, let's develop new types of technology that we're all going to want that are going to be cheaper, right? That are not, that are also going to address this problem so we can all win. I mean, let's, that, let's, there's no reason we can't do that. We've done it with nuclear. They just keep shutting it down. Um, but these other, the, this technology will come. I mean, in the next the ten the years, here. this stuff will happen. Yeah. This is we, we are on the verge of such tremendous breakthrough, and we're screwing it all up. You want to cure cancer? Shut up and sit down. Shut up and sit down. Yeah, Just down do everything you can to uh, to secure a free market, not crony capitalism, a free market. When there is an absolute free market, I'm telling you, cancer is going to be cured in the next 10 years. And it will come one day right after you've heard that something else has been wiped off. And then you'll hear that Parkinson's is gone. And then they've got a cure for Alzheimer's. That's what's coming. And it's coming because of the free market. Leave it alone. Okay, I want you to stop what you're doing right now. If you're at work, stop what you're doing 
and just be quiet for a second. You're sitting there in your office chair. Let the silence spin out for a couple of seconds and then listen. Do you hear that? That slight creaking, groaning noise every time you move, even slightly. You know what that is? That's not your chair. That's the sound of your chiropractor making a fortune. Yes, little did you know that every time that you wince, a chiropractor gets a pair of wings. If you are sitting in a substandard office chair, you are practically begging to pay these people more money for the rest of your life. Why not invest in a chair that's going to work with your back and not against it? It's the X chair. That's what you need. The patented dynamic variable lumbar support system. It's going to ensure that your back gets the royal treatment it deserves. X chair on sale now for $100 off. Just go to xchairbeck.com. That's xchairbeck.com or call 1-844-4X-CHAIR. Go to xchairbeck right now. Use the promo code XWHEELS. You're going to receive a free set of the new XWHEELS with your chair. If you go to xchairbeck.com, uh, code Beck, and make a chiropractor cry. You're listening to Glenn Beck. <sighs> so Denmark now is having to uh, deal with integration because they've had open borders, and now there's a problem How does a society deal with religious institutions that profess values that are the opposite of the value system of the Western society in which they live? That is the question that Denmark is being faced with right now. When just, what, 20 years ago, there are about 50,000 people with a non-Western background in Denmark. Today, there's half a million In one generation, Denmark has changed. And this is, by the way, that's a quote from the prime minister of Denmark. And he's saying, "We, we have to talk about this. The assimilation is not happening. One-third of 18 to 29-year-olds, that's 31%, believe that religious and cultural laws must be adhered to even if they are contrary to Danish law. So in other words, all that's saying is Sharia law is supreme. 31%. 31%. Can I make a request? Yes. Uh, I have to care about a lot of things. Can I not have to start to care about the politics of Denmark? <laughs> Do you mind? Is there one thing that can well, I, is there a, there can is I get a, a free pass on something? Like, is yeah, there a hall pass to not having to learn and care about what politics are going on in Denmark? Can I, I please think, skip this one? I don't think. I, if we buy Greenland, I'll start looking into it. If right. it really starts happening, <laughs> I'll I'll get in. But can no, I, I don't think you can uh, because this is the same thing that we're going through. They're going through right now. Now, everybody's saying, oh, Denmark. Oh, the Scandinavian nations, they're just perfect. Well, really? Are they? Because uh, now you have the prime minister saying, look, we, we can't have Sharia law here. And everything is changing and we're losing who we are because nobody wants to change. They're now these tolerant, wonderful socialist states, which they're not. Uh, they're, they're, are they racist now? I mean, Bernie tells us to be more like them. Well, okay. For once, maybe I agree with Bernie. Maybe we should. Maybe we should have the same conversations that they're having in Denmark today. 
listening to Glenn Beck. I'm Hillary. That's your four minute buzz. And now here's Glenn and Stu oh, with the last hour. And you're Fredo. right. He does thrive on stress. That's he where he's at. He thrives on stress. He loves stress. And the one, he is, oh. for a guy of his age, he has incredible endurance. Uh, endurance like uh, crazy. I mean, you see him on, it like, could come from the training he's had with all the supermodels, but that's a different story. <laughs> uh, our sponsor this half hour is realestateagentsitrust.com. Over a thousand active agents strong with another 5,000 who are on a waiting list. Just wanting to join us. They share my vision of how real estate should be done all over the country. We named the country realestateagentsitrust.com for one reason. Our recommended agents show very high sense of urgency. My team responds to every inquiry within minutes, not hours. They show professional conduct at all times. They return calls. They do what they say. They promise they're going to do. They're experts in property evaluation, the value of the homes in the market. They exemplify the term truth lives here. This is my company. No part-time agents, people who have poor history. We're going to get your house sold on time and for the most amount of money. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Go there now, realestateagentsitrust.com. So the business insider, oh, they were going after Walmart. Oh, yeah, yeah. They were going to go and send somebody in, just innocent cute young thing going in just trying to buy themselves a gun in Virginia and uh, turns out they couldn't get it done they, their story was going to be look how easy it is to buy a gun hmm. and then they tried to buy one oh, you, if you've ever bought a gun you know how just how easy it really is to buy a gun I'll give you the uh, business insiders uh, report on wow it looks like it's not easy to buy a gun next is the Glenbeck program. You know, it's not every day, and it's certainly not with every product we consume, that we get the opportunity to know that our money is going entirely to do good. Major companies often donate to a wide variety of causes, and some of them less savory than we would want to be involved with. It's largely unavoidable, but when there is another company that is in competition, and it is as good, if not better, well, then we should all take that chance. I mean, that is what we're striving for, right? Well, there's one company out there. It's Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is the only conservative cell phone company. It's run by veterans who believe in the good heart of this country the way you do. That's why I and thousands have made the switch to Patriot Mobile. Special offer for joining. You can upgrade your phone to a brand new Moto Z3 Play for only 5 bucks a month. It includes a 6-inch screen, expandable storage, high-quality camera, so much. Uh, and it's so easy. It's the same service, the same cell towers. Everybody's on the same cell towers. Can you hear me now? Yes, you're on the same cell tower. Patriot Mobile, they're going to give you the same great service. It's going to be easy to switch, and you're going to save a buttload of money, and you're not doing business with La Raza and Planned Parenthood. Switching is easy. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash back. Select your plan. Save $180 on the brand-new Moto Z3 Play today. Supplies are limited, so don't wait. Go there now, PatriotMobile.com slash back. That's PatriotMobile.com slash back.
The availability of guns at Walmart has become a hotly debated issue. Has it? With who? People who don't shop at Walmart? Well, people uh, on the left absolutely are saying this because right. there was a shooting at Walmart, as you know, mm-hmm. which in which I believe Walmart was directly targeted specifically because they are too capitalist and cause pollution. But it's mm-hmm. a whole other point. Right. Um, and because they had a shooting at a Walmart, obviously, can you believe they will still sell guns? Yeah. No, I, mm. I really can't. So Walmart. So here comes the left. They decide that they're going to go into Walmart. Business Insider is going to send somebody undercover. To go in and show America just how easy it is to buy a gun. Mm. Yeah, they. Uh, she, this is a uh, Haley Peterson. She went in and she said, "My journey to bring a gun home from Walmart was more complicated than I expected, <laughs> no. and I was left with the impression that the company takes gun security and sales seriously." Shut up. Now, first of all, you'd think this is is strange, right? Because when you hear it from the media, anyone can order a gun on the internet. And it just gets no, delivered I, to your house. Can I tell you? I went into Walmart. It was a Tuesday. Now, I had to wait mm-hmm. until the afternoon. I mean, they made me wait like an hour. I went in at like 11.59, mm-hmm. and it took me until like 12.15 to buy a thermonuclear device. Really? Uh, it's so easy. And it's great because you can they get— They don't sell those online, though? Uh, you have to go into no, the store? No, you have to go into the store. Oh, you, I mean, but it's great. I mean, if you know, stop by and get, you know, like a, you know, a, a cut-off tank— uh, you know, tank top, not a tank. They don't sell tanks. That's ridiculous. But you get the tank top and you get the thermonuclear device. Unfortunately, they do sell tank tops, which uh, that is something I, that I, I would I would have support and, an amendment to ban tank right, tops I, from at least certain people. You know, for guys, especially. Yeah. Guys, especially. Um, uh, we don't want to see it. And a good chunk of women. There's a good... There's a percentage I could name of women that also should not be wearing tank tops. We can get into that in a more detailed numerical conversation. I'll break out the spreadsheets. We can go through them. Okay. Uh, but the percentage isn't particularly high yes, of the okay. availability for Yes, those. okay. All right. It's mm-hmm. not a constitutional yes. right. Tank tops, right. tube tops, not constitutional I rights. I get it. Let's get that clear. Right. Okay, so she tries to, on August 13th, goes to walmart.com. This is where you start when you want to buy a gun in this country because it's very easy to buy a gun in this country. All you have to do is roll on down to the internet and you type it in and they send you all sorts. They send you a whole arsenal. That's what we're told by the media. She goes on August 13th to find which one of the 10 Walmart stores near her sells guns. Mm-hmm. Just not not to actually get the gun on the internet, but just to find out from the website where she can get guns. Uh, well, they didn't have any answers on there. The only website, uh, the only thing they had on the website were air guns, which of course are non-lethal, as she points out. Which, yes, yes, air guns are non-lethal. That is, that is accurate. I, okay, I, are you sure? Pretty sure. Well, okay. I guess if you... Yeah, I mean, it's probably possible to kill yourself with an air gun, but well, very difficult. Would it's you also, try? Would you just try just for science? For science, would you try? I will not. Okay. I will All not. Right. Uh, well, the only let guns the suicide average- rates continue to rise. Right. <laughs> uh, so they decided to go to. Um, uh, she's placed a dozen calls mm-hmm. to multiple stores, mm-hmm. waited on hold for forty minutes, mm-hmm. got through to a human three times. Mm-hmm. Three Walmart employees told me they didn't know which stores sold guns in the area. Mm-hmm. So again, we're told that Walmart is supplying guns to all these killers. It's hard for her, this reporter to even find one. Then uh, they finally went to the main customer service line mm-hmm. and spoke to someone who said also that they could not help. <laughs> when it comes to availability, they don't want us to discuss that for various reasons, he said. He declined to elaborate on this and said he knew of at least one location near me that didn't sell guns, which she crossed off the list. That's not necessary. There's like, hey, there's one near you that doesn't do it. I could tell you that for sure. <laughs> that's not. That's not helpful. That's, it's a, well, it's also a violation of 
you know, look, we don't want to give out this information for various reasons because you might be a nut job on the phone. I don't know who I'm talking about, but I'll tell you there's one that doesn't right. sell it, and it's the one I'm in right now. And maybe that was the way they were trying <laughs> to be helpful. Right. Uh, the customer service representative advised them to call each store individually to find out whether it sold guns. Of course, she had already tried that. It was not helpful. Now, this is not exactly a commercial for Walmart customer service, I will say this. Right. But it is kind of a commercial for the fact that they take guns seriously. Finally, they got to a place. She got to a place in Virginia, transferred to the sporting sporting goods department, where a woman on the line confirmed that they could buy a gun there. Store was thirty minutes away. She got in her car and went to the uh, Walmart. Um, on the way to uh, this the gun department, she walked by school supplies. Oh my gosh! Look They're at selling guns okay. and school supplies in the same store. That's unbelievable. They also sell lingerie, so they are, uh, this. I'm just guessing, but some sort of pedophile gun sex fantasy with backpacks. I don't know what right, it is, but that's weird. what's happening, something I'm pretty weird. sure. Ask the Young Turks. Now, one of the really interesting parts of this mm-hmm. is the ability to find a gun through Walmart was very difficult for this reporter. However, after she was done with the story, she called uh, the ATF and found, or she called Walmart and they pointed her to the ATF, the government, which has a list of all the stores you can go buy guns. So the government will give you the information on where to buy guns, but the evil Walmart corporation (laughs) that all they would do is profit off of mass killings, they won't even tell you where to buy them. We got to give more power to the government because they'll keep us safe. (laughs) Hi, ATF. You want to buy a gun? She got to the store, went by the school supplies, the toy department, Mm. and the bike shop. Oh, my. Mm. What do they all have in common? Children. Oh, I was thinking products sold in Walmart. Okay, yeah, that's true, okay. too. A selection of about 20 rifles and shotguns were displayed in a locked glass case behind the sporting goods counter. Mm. The guns ranged in just price... Just sitting there in a locked case. Just out there in just the open out there for in the you open. to see, though, behind locked glass. Wow. $159 to $474 was the pricing. Wow, that's pretty um, good. The counter in front of the guns displayed pocket knives, binoculars, digital night vision, blah, blah, blah. Mm. A selection of guns was limited compared to nearby gun stores, which offer dozens of different kinds of firearms. That's because Walmart isn't a gun store. Right? Like they're just, they're, they've got some basics there. Um, so uh, Walmart raised the minimum age to purchase a gun or ammunition to 21. They did that, uh, I think that was last year. Um, Walmart also sells a firearm only after receiving a green light on a background check, while federal law requires only the absence of a red light after three business days. Um, we videotaped the point of sale for firearms, only allow certain associates to sell firearms, and secure firearms in a locking case with individual locks, among other measures, says Walmart. Uh, she then went on to figure out that, um, uh, that uh, they do have air guns, Pellet guns and BB guns, mm-hmm. but they are designed apparently, Glenn, to be non-lethal. You, I, I, I'm still. I've seen a documentary about putting an eye out. That's right. It was it was, it was cold. Mothers against guns, something. Right. And he wanted a gun, and she was saying, "You're going to put an eye out," and it was true, and he did, and he had to wear glasses the rest of his life. Yeah, very and tragic. Producing Although, Iron Man. Movies. My understanding that was actually an icicle that that, that uh, did that. that. Yeah, I think right. so. Um, we estimate about two percent of the market of firearms today um, was uh, sold at Walmart. Twenty percent of ammunition sales. Um, before they left the store, the the manager offered to remove a rifle from the case for her to exp- uh, to inspect. If you believe that, 
she did that. Uh, another 30 minutes, uh, she would finally get to successfully uh, purchase the firearm after she drove uh, to another store and had to fill out the paperwork, which apparently there is. They asked her her name, her address, and her social security number, her race, because mm. they won't sell to black people, obviously, mm. gender. Mm. I'm surprised. I hope she identified as a man, because they won't sell to women, mm. and U.S. citizenship status, which is mm. unbelievable. Mm. Why the hate? Why can't we sell guns to illegal immigrants? Illegal immigrants? You mean just immigrants? I mean, un- you mean, I mean good- undocumented people. You mean people who are... Co- There's some people don't need documentation. No human is illegal. Have we pointed that yeah. out today? Uh, I won't pay We just sure. did. Mm-hmm. Under a section called Certificate of Transferee, it asks about my criminal record, whether I've mm. ever been convicted of a felony, wow. subject to a restraining order, or prohibited from pur- purchasing a firearm, among other specifics. Mm. Uh, untruthful answers may subject you to criminal prosecution. Again, she's still trying to get this gun. Um, she left this. And again, she's surprised that this is this like is this true. is news. Yeah, because that's this is what the media tells you that you can walk in and anyone right. can buy like a nuclear weapon. And anybody, it's not true. anybody who knows. I just, I just bought a gun. Uh, just bought a gun. Gosh, what's the name of the store? I think it was. I think it was. Uh, I don't want to say, but I, I just bought a, a gun in Utah, and I live in Idaho. And you know, there just there's there was there there are no stores like that in in Idaho where I live. There's nothing. It's like whoa. There's no uh, stores. Yeah, there's nothing. There's, <laughs> there's nothing. Like there's anything. cows. Right. Okay, so I went down and uh, and you know everybody knows me. Every, every you know I'm I'm clearly not a danger to society unless you know you're a journalist in New York and then you think I am. Um, but everybody knows me. I have no problem when they said they came to me and said, "Oh crap, you're in Idaho," and I said, "Yeah." I said, "Ah, oh, I'm in Utah," because uh, it was just right across the border. Yes. Okay. So what does that mean? You can't buy it today. You gotta wait. We have to transfer it to Idaho. Somebody there is gonna have to pick it up. That's a firearms dealer. You're gonna have to meet them tomorrow yeah. or the next day. It was all kinds of stuff. I wasn't pissed. No, I mean. Everybody I know, everybody I know is that buys a gun is pissed at the people who say that there is such a problem. You can get these things so easily that we need more hassles in our life. They, they have never, for instance, this woman, she's reporting on the very basic. You can't buy. I've never been able to buy a gun without that, without filling out all that paperwork. Sure. You don't. Buy a gun without that. And she's announcing this on Business Sider like, look at what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looks like they're taking it serious. Yes, yeah. that's every place you buy a gun. Yeah. Now, she got the, the gun was about to be purchased. Oh, she uh, Unfortunately, though, her license did not match her home address. Their license address did not match their home address. So they rejected the purchase. Um, she would need to bring in a government-issued ID with a correct address. They rejected it. She says, in summary, overall, the experience left me with the impression that buying a gun at Walmart is more complicated than I expected and that Walmart takes gun sales and security pretty seriously. Do that in any store in America that is selling yeah. guns. They're all like that. And we should point out, because, uh, I mean, we're, I was a little mocking as I was reading this story. Mm-hmm. Good job by an actual reporter who went in with a different idea, had the facts change her mind, and actually reported what occurred. I agree with you. Very that like that is what we need more of in this in this world. More people that will look at these things and say, you know what? 
I went in there thinking A, and I came out thinking B. No, and that's this is and this is the truth. I would invite you. What, what's her name? Uh, Haley Peterson. Haley Peterson. I would invite you to go try that at other gun stores because you're going to find exactly the same experience. The people who run gun stores and the people who buy guns are much more concerned about it every day of their life than you are. You guys right. think about it once there's a shooting. We've got to do yeah. We think about it all the time. And we want our gun laws enforced. We want the bad people to go to jail. We don't want, I can guarantee you, NRA members, you walk into a store and they are loose. You know, here, let me give you this. I walked into a store in Philadelphia and I was buying a gun and somebody walked in and it was a girl and she said, oh, she was with her thuggish boyfriend. And she's like, oh, I like this one. It's pink. Okay. Is that the gun you want to get? I like it. It's pink. And I looked at the gun store owner who I didn't really know. And I said, please, dear God, tell me you're not going to sell that gun. (laughs) And he said, no, I'm going to kick him out. No, I'm not selling that gun. They have a right to refuse service, and they do, and they do. Now, you do that with anybody else. Boy, if somebody comes in and doesn't make a cupcake for you because, you know, you're, you're half octopus and you, re- you refuse to uh, buy that cupcake unless they address you as half octopus woman and you're beautiful and you're not and you don't have forearms— You'll you'll boycott. You'll pick it. Here's gun stores that will immediately say, you know what? Uh, uh-uh. I don't. Uh, there's a feeling I have. I'm not selling you a gun. Get out. Do you care about that? No, you don't care about that. Why? Because it goes against what you believe about gun stores and gun owners. We are responsible. We don't like the killing just as much as you don't like the killing. The difference is we might not like it more because we keep getting blamed for it. <laughs> All right, what's more American than owning your own home? Well, owning your own gun. Apple pie, fireworks, 4th of July, doing that thing, you know, barbecue with the family. Pretty American. Owning your own home, pretty American. Well, you can get a home now with the uh, the mortgage rates being as low as they are. I don't want I don't want you to put yourself into debt. You've got to be really responsible. That's why I really want you to go to AmericanFinancing.net. These people are going to help find the right loan for you. They're currently refinancing uh, my house uh, because I have a I have a uh, mortgage rate of I think four seven, and I think you get it down below below four now. I'm going to save that money, and I want to lock it in to a non-adjustable rate. AmericanFinancing.net. They're the people who will help you be fiscally responsible. Whether you're refinancing, you're consolidating, or you're buying a new home, please do your own homework, and then call American Financing. AmericanFinancing.net. Call them at 800-906-2440. 800-906-2440. American Financing Corporation, NMLS 182334, www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org. 10 seconds, station ID. Uh, I would play the David Hogg, uh, prove the NRA doesn't control you, and then I realize, <laughs> you know what, I don't care what David Hogg says. So he doesn't affect my life at all, and I don't care. So we'll move on. Don't, don't think I'm alone. 
Uh, also, I would like to squeeze this in because I don't think we, we've done this on TV, but we haven't talked about it on radio. And I, I just want to make sure everybody is uh, everybody is aware of Elon Omar and uh, Rashida Tlaib and the game that has been played with this Israel thing. And I don't think they got away with it. Do you think they got away with it, Stu? Do you think this worked out well for them? It, you know, everything they do works out well for them because their target is always only the far left that is actually giving them money. I guess. You know, the, I, I want, we did a stat on, I think it was when you were on vacation. I could be wrong on this, but it was a stat of like how many donors AOC actually has. It's five, isn't it? In I, her I own... thought it was 10 or 12, but it's okay. like, like she's been bringing in millions of dollars to her campaign. But mm-hmm. as far as people from her actual district, there's like 10 people who have donated to her. And, you know... This is what they're constantly pushing towards. They are not trying to do anything else than draw attention to themselves and promote certainly their causes, but it's it's different. It, it, they're going for a celebrity status. And so these things do work out for them because every liberal crazy blogger is giving them support for bashing Israel and being anti-Semitic. It's a wonderful thing on that side of the world. So, I mean, for them, I think it does work. It doesn't work well for Democrats because the more you can associate Democrats with Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez and Elon Omar and uh, um, Rashida Tlaib and Ringo Starr, all of those. <laughs> don't think, pre- uh, no, I don't think Ringo Starr is in it. Well, Presley's the Ringo of the squad. Oh, okay. So we, no one knows her name. So you, you just call her Ringo. We just call her Ringo. Okay. All right. Um, but any of those things, you know, they're all trying to draw attention to themselves first and foremost. It's about them, first and foremost. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so they're constantly trying to draw attention to themselves with this crowd, and obviously this works here. But it's great for Republicans, man. You know isn't it amazing that how well the Fab Four works for them? I mean, you look at John Lennon. He was a true believer in stuff and a little crazy, and that's Rashid Tlaib. Uh, uh, or, or, no, I'm sorry, that's uh, Omar. She's a true believer. Uh, and, you know, she'll sometime, you know, marry somebody like Yoko Ono. Uh, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, have pictures taken of her and, and him naked or something. I don't know how right. that works out, but she, that's, she's clearly John Lennon. And then you have Paul McCartney, who's Ocasio-Cortez, who you're like, she was a bartender. I don't think she really believes any of this. I think she's just going along for the ride. And, uh, I mean, she's, she's playing a good game, but I don't really think. And then George Harrison, who's a little less of a zealot than John uh, Lennon, but, you know, he, he really kind of believes... And then the other one, Presley, who nobody ever knows, just sitting in the back, pounding on, you know, drums. And you're like, I don't. Who are you? You're listening to Glenn Beck. Buying or selling a home is really hard. Nobody enjoys the process. But when you have to do it, it does help immensely uh, if you have somebody that you can trust as your real estate agent. It's just that simple. Whether it's integrity or competence or both, it matters that you get the best of the best. That's why we created realestateagentsitrust.com. We learned the best practices of great agents and decided to build a network of them to help you sell or buy a home. Then something really cool happened. Thousands of real estate agents from this audience decided to join the network that we were building. So if you want to hire a great agent who has a high sense of urgency, who's professional, knows how to properly value your home, who can help you create the most value for your home, who also represents my values, your values, has a long track record of success, get moving right now. Go to realestateagentsitrust.com. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. And uh, 
get your house sold, get into the neighborhood with a house that you want, and uh, and secure your financial future. Realestateagentsitrust.com. Did you know in this country right now you can buy tickets to Christmas stories with Glenn Beck without Shut a background up. check? Shut up. It's true. Glennbeck.com. No Go there now. No cooling off period? Hey, uh, I'm going to be taking phone calls right after the show. We're going to be taking them for uh, uh, the blaze, and we we rarely open up the phones to talk. We just get so busy, and oh my gosh, we're such egomaniacs, so self-absorbed. But we want to take your phone calls, and I want to talk to you. We'll be doing that in about 25 minutes. Uh, so please get on the phone now, 888-727-BECK. We'll talk about anything you want to talk about. I really would like to hear... Uh, what your thoughts are on what's going on in the world, what matters in the world. I also would like to hear from you on what you'd like to hear us uh, discuss or look into uh, more. Um, and your thoughts on the economy. I, there is a we are in a twilight zone with this economy right now. Um, if I said to you. Hey, uh, Stu, I've got a great investment for you. Uh, you give me a hundred dollars, okay, and uh, in three months I'm going to give you ninety five back. Um, what am I going to get for the five dollars you're taking? Nothing. Uh, you just you'll get your money back. I'll get the ninety five back, but you get ninety five. I don't get any extra. Like you're not going to send a tote bag or anything. No, nothing. Okay, nothing. That sounds terrible. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Mm-hmm. Now, if you were looking around and you were so worried and you were on a dark alleyway. And I pull up in my car, and you have your last $100 in your pocket. And I pull up in a car, and I say, hey, I can't save you, but give me your $100 right now. Mm-hmm. And when you get out of this situation you're in, uh, I'll give you 95 back. I mean, I have numerous questions for you, but yes, that would be a good deal at that That would that be point. a good deal. Yes, if I thought I was going to definitely lose all 100 yeah. I'd be happy or to could. get— Or could. Or could. I'd lose—I'd uh, be happy to get 95 back. Okay. So that's what's happening in Europe, in Japan, and uh, in fact, eighty-seven percent of those kinds of uh, of those kinds of bond sales are now happening uh, from Europe and Japan. But the the whole world is starting to jump on the bandwagon. So remember when we heard about the inverted yield, and I said money is looking for a place to go. If you're in Germany, you're in France, you're in England, you're in Japan, you're in the Western world. Right now, you get either zero or negative interest rates. So you're paying money just to uh, park your cash someplace. And this is long-term debt. This isn't short-term. This isn't like, eh, you know what, the next three months could be rocky. This is 10 years. In fact, you want to know how bad it is? Uh, in Austria, in Austria... They have in Germany has the uh, 30 year bond, and that is in the minus. You lose 0.12 percent of your money parking it, giving it to Germany for 30 years. Okay, so you're losing money for 30 years. So you may that means you think it's going to be pretty crappy for 30 years. Austria, the government has just issued a 100 year bond that is only going to pay you 1.1. So you believe that your money in a bond is going to be worth only 1% more in 100 years. That's insane. 
That's insane. I would expect it's one point one percent per year, right? Like they're not giving you one point one percent over a hundred years. Yeah, but, but still, that's you're not still a, not a good return. You want a one percent return every year? Also, I will give anyone. Uh, you know, I don't know how much do you want. Five hundred percent. I'll give it back to you in a thousand years. Yeah, right. you just ask me for it right. then. Just give me your money now. In a thousand years, I'll give you back five zillion percent. Now, I just want you to put into to uh, your your thinking cap here. The uh, the Austro-Hungarian Empire had just collapsed 100 years ago, World War I. The Austrian Republic hadn't really come into existence. Then there's the great hyperinflation of 1920, the German invasion of 38, World War II, the Korean War. We went to the moon. We had an oil crisis. The EU was formed. I mean, think of all of the things that have... Computer age, the entire computer age is within that 100 years. And you're going to put your money away for that long and you're only going to get 1.1? That doesn't seem like you're very optimistic. Does not. That uh, that seems like someone who's terrified. Right. Like, right. You know, and that's a uh... And so why would our long-term bonds go down? Why would we all of a sudden our short-term bonds would be more expensive than our long-term bonds? Because if you're in the marketplace, remember, we're not selling bonds like invest in the U.S. We're saying, please buy our really crappy debt. Will you buy our debt? Who, who will take our debt for 10 years? Will you take our debt? If everybody's like, I'll take the Australian or the, or the Austrian or the, the German debt and lose money on it. You're still offering me 1% or 2%. Okay, I'll take that. All this money, $15 trillion dollars is already in negative bonds. The United States, people are flooding in to the United States to, to uh, get our debt. Now, what's happening in the rest of the world? Well, the rest of the world, China, according to the China Momentum Indicator, uh, their, um, uh, their economy has slowed down to 4.6. They claim their official GDP is 6.2, but it's probably closer to 4. But 6.2 is still two points lower than it was when they told us, oh, we have to have 8 or we'll collapse. And things are only getting much, much worse. China has devalued their, their currency, which is good. I want you to know, President Trump says he wants to devalue U.S. currency. And that's good for people who are buying. It's horrible for people who are saving. Because if you put a dollar into the bank and then the the currency is devalued by 10 cents, you only have 90 cents of buying power in the bank. So it's bad when they devalue, unless you're buying. If you're buying um, or... or uh, selling our stuff is cheaper so we can sell more stuff that's what's happening in china and the president wants to do that as well they have weakened their dollar if you will 13 percent since we started uh, imposing the tariffs the economy must do well if the president is going to do well if the economy falls apart, I don't think he's going to win. 
and there are so many people rooting against him. So many people that I would not put it past people. I mean, Bill Maher and a couple of other people are actually rooting on for a big recession. Well, m- much more than a couple people are rooting it on. He's just one of the ones that has actually admitted it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the uh, press is absolutely rooting. But rooting when asked about it, Trump uh, was pretty clear. He said, I don't I mean, if it's going to be a recession, it's going to be a recession. I'm going to I'm going to go on with these tariffs and, and continue to do it because it's important. Um, look, I mean, you, you give him credit for sticking by his guns if you believe in that policy. I don't. I don't either. Um, but he I mean, he said to the press yesterday, they said, what about what if this causes a recession? He says, I don't care if it causes a recession. I don't care. It's not. A, he will. He said now he limited it to a short term recession. He's like, I, I don't care if it's a recession for a couple of months. Um, look, if he has not play he, with that. And the other thing is, first of all, you never can, you can't just say it's going to be 60 days and it's over. That's not the way recessions work. Unfortunately, mm-hmm. secondarily, if this is, if he's in a recession, does he even have a chance of winning the presidency in 2020? If this economy if is in a concerned, recession, he has basically no chance. If people are concerned that they lose their job, that things are getting worse with their money, Things are yeah. unstable. I think he's in real trouble. I, I mean, think he's, he's in real trouble. He's, I mean, people, his overall approval rating has never been strong. And a lot of that has to do with him being, you know, people don't like his tweets and all that other side crap. The bottom line with the economy, though, is even with his un- disapproval overall, he's been very strong on the economy. A lot of Democrats and even independents say that the economy is very strong. If he loses that, it's his entire foundation. And it's the strongest thing he can run on. He's got a good case to make there. If he if he risks recession with these things and we we slip into one, I don't know how you win. I mean, George W. Bush, or excuse me, George H. W. Bush went from an approval rating in the 70s and 80s and a very minor recession hit and he lost. Yeah. I mean, you he, Trump is starting at 43% approval. And then look, he's got other things going for him. He's he's done some things that excite the base. I mean, we've covered those, and there's a lot of them to cover. But the bottom line is, as an election, you'd think just that would be enough to be hesitant on trying to do all of these trade wars, particularly at the same time. I mean, it is putting a real strain on the economy. And now over 50% of Trump voters say if it goes into a recession, they're going to blame Trump. Mm. You can't win an election if that happens. So, I mean, I know he wants to talk tough and he doesn't want to lose this. And the second he backs off of this, it's going to be portrayed in the media as a loss. And they're going to flip-flop from, he should have never put these tariffs on, to, look at this guy, he lost his trade war. That's all real. And I'm sure that's something that the White House detects and is, is worried about as far as the press goes. But, I mean, if this thing goes into a recession and it's not a, you know, a really quick recovery, he's risking his entire presidency. And it's a it's a it's a dangerous game to play. Well, when you're seeing the rest of the world um, go unstable, and when you're seeing eighty percent of the world's bonds in negative interest rates, mm. that's good for our debt because that means people will want to buy our debt. Uh, but you're also hearing the Fed saying we might lower rates, we might lower rates ourselves. People are nervous, and that's not good for an election. But here's one way, if I may um, transition to a commercial here, here is one way that you can actually take care of this uh, and you can go to Goldline. I will tell you, if the, de- if the money is devalued, uh, which Donald Trump says he wants to do because we'll sell more things abroad. So if he, if he devalues the money, it's good for people who are buying. It is bad for people that are holding 
So if you, you know, you have in your bank account, if he devalues the the uh, dollar, you're going to lose that amount. Now, it'll still say $100 in your bank account, but it will take you 110 to buy the same stuff that it, you would have bought when you had $100 and before the devaluation. That's why gold comes in. Gold never changes its value. It's always the same. The dollar amount changes, but gold is remaining stable. What you could buy for $100 worth of gold, for instance, you buy a suit in the 1880s, a really, really nice suit would have cost you about a $20 gold coin. You go into a store today with a $20 gold coin, that's worth about $1,500. That'll buy you a Giorgio Armani suit. It's the same thing. It's just the dollar evaluation because the dollars have changed. Get yourself in a secure situation. I want you to call Goldline right now and find out if gold or silver is right for you. Call Goldline at goldline.com, 1-866-GOLDLINE, 1-866-GOLDLINE, or goldline.com. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So I am taking your phone calls here in just a few minutes. Uh, we're going to call be... now. I don't know why you have 888-727-BECK. to eight eight seven two seven Beck. Call now. What? Operators are standing by. But I, I don't know people why people don't know how to call. Like they think operators might not be standing by, so they're like, I don't know if I should call right now. So do so you, you have, have to, to tell them that operate operators are standing by right now? We really? hired them and they're standing by. Why aren't you calling them right now? They're not doing anything. They're waiting for you to call. Call now. But I. Don't th- I think I'd rather just say, hey, we're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. We're going to talk about whatever you want to talk about. Like that? Mm, I, I don't see no, why they want to know no, about I, that. I mean, somebody is not happy whatever with... Whatever Glenn's been blabbing about today, he'll talk to you about right now. <laughs> 888-727-BECK. Call now. Operators are standing by now. I'd like to... <laughs> We only have one producer. There's not an operator. It's oh, just there's one. a whole bank of operators. We hired a bank of operators that stand around all day waiting for you to call. There's 12 <laughs> operators assigned to your phone number. Why no. aren't you calling? <laughs> it's not an efficient process, but aren't it's, it's glad, always availability. Aren't you glad we're past that point? Yeah, there's not a lot of the screaming ads anymore. Yeah, on TV. there's not. That's unfortunate. I like them. <laughs> do you? <laughs> you know, I do. Do you? I think we need to go back to the infomercial thing. The the one nine hundred numbers that used to be on TV all the time, uh, the, all those were fun ads. Now they're like all just trying to tell us how woke they are and how men are like evil. <laughs> like, can we go back to the yeah, time? Yeah, I think I would rather. Crap? <laughs> I really, would, no. I'd rather have that. <laughs> I'm the question mark guy. You got questions about the what? Yeah. The government? What happened to him? Whatever happened to the question? I want that guy back. Uh, that yeah. guy never told us that, you know. Yeah, yeah. Why Why don't you have a man bun? If you don't have a man bun, then you're evil. How do you identify today? <laughs> I want less of that. Your razor says a lot about how much you hate women. Do you beat women? If you're using another brand of razor, you sure do. I want less of that in my right. life. Right, okay, yeah. all right. It's just a minor thing. All right, well, you can call with that. Call now! Eight 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 seven two seven B E C K. Because you're going to be taking uh, calls after the show for a special uh, coming up. So, uh, yep. Uh, call now and uh, get in line now. Yeah, I'd really like to. I'd like to hear um, your thoughts on the economy. What you feel uh, we're headed toward. Uh, you know how you feel about the presidential candidates and what Donald Trump is doing. Uh, I, I'd, I'd like to hear. Uh, if you're in a different place than you were, let's say six months ago, because I am, are you? 
Then it was six months ago? Yeah, six uh, months ago. I, I mean, I guess. I don't know. What, what specifically, I'm, do you I'm, mean economy-wise? Uh, or? Yeah, on all of it. I, I just find out, I feel like, yeah, I don't really care about a lot of this stuff because they're all burning it down and anything is just adding fuel to the fire. And I'd rather just spend time making sure I've got enough fire equipment. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I, I just feel like you should just batten down the hatches and keep your nose to the grindstone and uh, and re-point re uh, all of the cornerstones in your life. We're probably exaggerated versions of most people, which I feel like I go up and down. Like, there's times I'm like, you know, I need to know every bit of news and I'm freaking out about every part of it. And then I kind of swing back the other way and it's like, well, in reality, what's important? Uh, taking care of your, you know, your life and your family and the people around you that you care about and all those things. That whether or not might, they might not be as exciting and get as much many clicks, but in reality, at the end, you kind of figure that that's a lot more important. Um, so you, I go you know, back you, and forth between those. You two. you drive around the United States and you talk to people and you go out and everybody's not like that. It's just really coming from the press and from Washington. But then again, I feel that way when I when I go to the Middle East. I'm like, you know, people are all the same, really. We all just want... And then they're b blowing each other up. So I I, I mm. kind of swing yeah. back and forth yeah. with you. Mm -hmm. um, but we'll take your phone calls. 888-727-BECK. Call now! <laughs> You're listening to Glenn Beck. <laughs> 